0: Good morning, fashion friends, and welcome to Fashion Friday. All right, it's fashion month, ladies and gents, and I am so excited. I'm here to bring you the latest and greatest scoop de jour in the fashion world, what's hot, what's not, what I see on the runways, as well as what I see on the streets, which as you know, if you're a listener here it's my favorite part. <laughs> I love to people watch, but 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 who doesn't? I mean, isn't that the best? We just love to, especially at Fashion Week. I mean, I like to do it anytime, any place, anywhere. But Fashion Week is really, um, as I like to say, it's like visiting the zoo. <laughs> and some of the animals are really pretty, and some of the animals are exotic, and some of the animals are beastly, and some of the animals are messy and sloppy, and some of the animals are just weird interesting. So that being said, um, I'm currently going to shows as we speak. They're happening right now. Um, I will have a full report next week though. So once we get through the next couple of days, um, I've had a show yesterday and I've got shows today, tomorrow and the next couple of days. So I want to wait till I've seen everything. Um, some shows are just, are digital. A lot of them are, are in person. Some shows, strangely enough, were in person in September and are now digital in February, which, yeah, that kind of perplexed me a bit, but whatever. Um, you know, that's probably a whole nother topic. Not quite sure why that is. It feels like we're going backwards <laughs> in a sense. Um, of course, all protocols are in place for the, um, for COVID and all that stuff and uh, vaccination requirements, blah, 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 blah. Of course, that's all in place. Um, These are public events. Um, So I'm not really sure why some, some brands decided to change it around and they had live shows and in-person shows in September and then had digital in February. Go figure, I don't know. Anyway, I was happy to go to the in-person shows and the digital ones it you know it's February. I really don't like leaving my house to begin with, so it's fine. I can sit you know in my on my sofa wrapped up in a duvet and you know watch a show on my computer when i'm not dressed up and by the way just if you if you have a, a an image of me or someone doing that then picture the polar opposite because then when i do leave my house I'm usually in like, you know, full on satin pants and a sequin jacket or something. (laughs) I mean, it's like extremes. And I think about that and kind of laugh sometimes, laugh at myself, um, because that's very typical of of me, I guess. I don't know. It's like, you know, I want to be in pajamas or I want to be in sequins. And that's it. No in between, really. You know, I'm most comfortable when I'm in one extreme or the other. It's in the middle where I'm kind of like, "Eh, you know, I wish I was, you know. In my pajamas or in a ball gown, it's it's at least it feels that way. So, anyway, um, let's get into it. Let's get into the scoop de jour. First of all, wanted to talk about the Olympics because I did talk about that here last week or the week before, um, and I went through and said I couldn't wait to watch the opening ceremonies. And why? Because I always say that is that's the time where the athletes. It's kind of like their version of the red carpet. And I like to see what they're wearing. I like to see who designed for what team, you know, what country. And I think it's very interesting because it's, you know, a proud moment, obviously. And, um, you know, the athletes are wearing their country's flags colors. So that is always an interesting thing. So there's basically a lot of red, white, and blue. And, um, yeah, I kind of like to see where designers went with it. If it's, you know, it obviously climate Plays a huge factor. So, this was the winter games. So, obviously, lots of coats. I I realized very quickly yes, I like summer games opening ceremonies better just because it's better outfits. Simple fact better outfits. We can layer, we can have other things, we can play with more fashion. Where the winter games, it was, you know, obviously just a lot of parkas and puffers. So, having said that, I'm just going to quickly go through my favorites. Okay. Um, because there were there were some that I absolutely hated but we're not even going to talk about them. I did miss the fir- like the first four te- four countries the f- that walked through the the teams. I did miss that. I didn't realize it was on and I quickly ran. Okay. So then I started watching from about the right around the fifth um country on. And I have to say the first one that caught my eye was Finland. So they were wearing gray and white. And at first I thought Well, that's very nondescript. Gray, you know, gray and white, really? And that was my initial reaction. Then as time went on, I thought, actually, I kind of liked it. I kind of liked, you know, something about it. It was very simple, but something about the clean lines of their look and the gray and white I didn't mind, um, you know, would... Would I like it if that was our country's flags colors? No, because it doesn't look very strong to me. Gray is neutral. <laughs> and gray and white, to me, seem almost neutral and almost insignificant. Almost. Um, I'm not saying they looked insignificant. I just feel the colors do. So um, there's that. But at the same time, there was something about it I loved, I have to say. So I thought, all right, you get a pass. It's Finland. You know, it's a smaller country. If it were a bigger country, I might say, yeah, I think you need to look a little bit stronger and bolder. Um, But I I liked it. I liked it a lot. Um, On to one of my absolute favorites, Britain, of course. Great Britain. Loved, loved, loved. As I knew I would because I did have a sneak peek at some of the uniforms. And love, of course, they're red, white, and blue as as we are. They had the Union Jack sweaters that I loved. And I need to get my hands on one of those. And then they, of course, they had sort of a navy jacket over them. It looked like it was a wool jacket, which I just thought they looked so smart. I loved, loved, loved it. Um, let's talk about one that I didn't love. I know I said I wasn't going to, but there was. this is one worth pointing out because Bob actually mentioned it um, last week and he had seen this before I did. So I was curious. He mentioned Team Italy. So right away, the way he described it, it sounded like such an interesting coat that these athletes were wearing. And I'm thinking an Italian designer. You know, I wasn't sure who designed the look, you know, but nonetheless, I'm thinking Italian fashion. My gosh, it's my favorite, right? Then I saw the athletes. This was one of my worst. Hated it. Absolutely hated it. They looked like they were wearing a satin flag. That's exactly how it looked to me. I was like, what is that? I I don't know if my expectation was really high or I don't know. I I looked at my husband and asked him, and he said, no, no. He didn't like it either. So. I don't know. It was just literally was like red, white, and green, just like their flag. And then it was satin, and it looked like they were wearing giant flags. I did not like the construction. I didn't like the style. I didn't like it at all. Um, That being said, USA, of course, I loved. I spoke about their outfits here that are, as always, done by Ralph Lauren and, um, loved, 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 loved how the guys were in kind of one color and the girls were in another. Um, but yet they were still all in red, white, and blue. Um, their closing ceremony coats are my favorite. So, um, not sure when exactly that is. I think it's coming up soon. Um, it is a checkered puffer, which I love. It's like a Buffalo check, um, which is a big, if you don't know, it's a big, big check kind of like a checkered board, and, um, it's a puffer coat. It's great. And last on my list was, I wanted to talk about China, the host, host country, simply because I thought, you know, they had these like, look, what looked like beautiful, very tailored coats and scarves, and they looked very, very polished. I think they looked, um, just to me, they looked like dressed up. And I thought that was appropriate considering they were the host nation. Um, very smart. Their little hats and their little scarves and coats. Very tailored. It looked like someone styled them before they walked out. Like they didn't just get dressed. Like someone came over and kind of zhuzhed them. Um, so I totally loved. I appreciated that. What I didn't love, and this is going to sound bad, but it's just about the color. I didn't love the red and yellow and I, it's again, it's not about their flag. I know that's the colors of their flag, but I just don't like the colors red and yellow together. So for me, I was kind of like, ugh, like that's, you know, I look at it from a fashion standpoint. I'm not looking at it as like, you know, oh, that re- represents their flag I, strictly from a color aesthetic. I I really don't like red and yellow together. I don't like that combination. So, however, overall, I thought that their, their coats and little matching scarves were really, really beautiful and very, very well done. And that's about it. I think everybody else was kind of somewhere in the middle or just ho-hum. Um, I also started to think about wardrobes and what some of the athletes packed. (laughs) This is the stylist in me. Um, I started to think, I mean, obviously they're packing, you know, their uniforms and what they have to wear. But I, I mean, you know, in the Olympic Village, I would imagine there's limited space but there are probably moments when you're either not competing yet or you're done competing and what if you want to have something nice to wear do they not do they not go out i don't know i need to ask someone about this um, and i was thinking to myself like is it just a lot of like you know lululemon warm up and warm ups and sweatpants and that kind of stuff i don't know i was just thinking like what would their wardrobe be you know when they're there they probably don't really care. They probably just want to be as comfortable as possible. But it did get me to think that. But, but what if, what if they say, well, we're going to have a formal night, you know, Team say the, the last night after, before the closing ceremony or after. So, you know, bring uh, a dress and you're a, you know, skier. Like, what, what do you pack? You know, do you even know what to pack? Cause you're probably always, not that you wouldn't know, but you know, you're probably just most comfortable in, um, ski wear, you know, <laughs> like a really warm coat. I started to think about that. I thought, hmm, I wonder what they pack and exactly what is in their wardrobe But how much space do they have? This is, these are the things that go through my head as I'm watching the Olympics. I know. I know. Anyway, uh, much, I think it's more interesting the summer Olympics again, just because there's so many more options and, uh, lots of different layers and they would have more room in their suitcases. <laughs> it's always tough for me when I go on a winter vacation. Cause you know, I pack like three sweaters and that's it. And they're, they're chunky and fat and I have no more room for anything else. It's like chunky sweaters and high heels. That's it. Oh, my goodness. All right. Well, having said that, I'm going to take a quick break. When we come back, I've got my Ask the Stylist segment and asking the stylist about dress code. I've gotten this question a few times recently, and it's basically how to interpret how to interpret the invite when the invite says, and, you know, black tie and on and on. We're going to figure that out together. I'm going to walk you through it and and break it down for you on 1490 WGCH.
1: Or visit them at AdCorpMG.com. AdCorp Media Group. They'll take your business personally. As personally as you do.
0: Welcome back to Fashion Friday. Okay, so we've got Ask the Stylist segment. Because I've gotten this question recently, probably at least a handful of times, I would say, over the past month or two. And um, I think it's because... You know, we're getting back to social events, and I swear, I think some people forgot how to dress. I mean, it. I mean, I'm, I'm, no, I'm not kidding. I think some people, by the questions they've asked me and by the things I've seen, I thought, okay, I know it's been a year and a half, two years, whatever, whatever you want to call it, since you've been, you know, maybe have gone anywhere. Maybe it's been longer. Um, I get that, but. Have you lived your entire life in pajamas? Um, Okay. If you answer yes, we've got a problem. Um, uh, Yeah. I just, from what I've seen, and I will say this though, this year, New Year's Eve, I happened to be in, I was in Palm Springs this year. Um, from talking to friends and seeing pictures and social media and whatnot, I did see a lot of sequins this year for New Year's Eve. So that made me happy. I, of course, was also in sequins. Um, so I think people definitely missed getting dressed and having an occasion to go to, to dress to. Um, but at the, on the flip side of that, I did get a lot of questions regarding invitations. So, and in general, I, I usually get this. So I thought I'd break it down for us today. And exactly what things mean. So I think it can be a little, a little, even sometimes I, I, I'll know what the invitation says and I'll know what it means, but sometimes what does the host mean is really the question. So if the host decided to put black tie on the invitation, Do they really mean black tie or do they just mean wear a dress? Because that's not black tie. Okay, so let's get into it. Here we go. So how to interpret your invitation when the invitation says black tie. Okay, you think dress up. Yes, but it's very dressy. So gals, you've got to be in... A cocktail dress, Um, it's got to be very dressy, though. It can't be a casual, just like little black dress. It needs to be very dressy or a full-length gown, okay? Guys, you need to be in a tuxedo. Sorry, no ifs, ands, or buts. Black tie equals tux, ladies, gown, or extremely um, dressy cocktail dress. So it's very dressed up. Okay, I think that one, to me, that one's pretty easy. This is the one that gets people, Black tie optional. Okay, so what does that mean? You got to get dressed up, but you can take off your tie or you can take off one thing. Is that what that means? Um, here's what it means to me. So it's basically a little less dressy than black tie. So you don't have to wear guys necessarily a tuxedo, but you've got to wear something similar. So um, it could be a really dressy suit. You know how there's more formal suits, there's more casual suits, there's more business-looking suits. I would say maybe like a black suit or something with a sheen to it. Ladies, you've got a you, you can be less dressy. You can do the cocktail dress here for sure. So it doesn't have to be the gown, but you've got to do the cocktail dress, okay? Um, then there's when the invitation says cocktail attire. This, I feel like, is pretty self-explanatory. This is straight up, you know, guys, no tie, but you, you should have a jacket on, some sort of blazer or suit, um, but I don't think, I think a tie is optional. And ladies, you, you know, yeah, that's when you want to wear the cocktail dresses of any fabric. You could you could go more casual and dr- maybe dress it up with accessories, or you could do the beaded cocktail dress or sparkly cocktail dress. I think anything in between. So basically that's a shorter dress It's a cocktail dress. Um, something other than that 's not a full length gown when the invitation says Business casual okay, what does that mean? okay for me that means look professional in short that 's what it means in a nutshell. look professional I think imagine if you work in the most posh office in Manhattan or London or whatever city you want to you want to call it um imagine you work and you've got to really look professional. I think it's a suit for men and women. Ladies, I think you could do a suit meaning trousers and, and a jacket or a pencil skirt and a matching jacket. I think you could do some jewelry, but I think it's got to be very simple and tasteful because you don't want it to be too um, trendy or sparkle. I think you've got to, you know, um uh, be a little you can be a little bit more relaxed, but I think it still needs to look professional. So a structured outfit is what you want. Um business casual. When it says business formal, this one I think could also be confusing. And I've had invitations that say this, business formal. Now I'm thinking to myself, we'll just call it formal. Right? Why, why are we messing around with the word business? Or just say casual, business casual. We can say that or we can say formal. No, business formal. Well, what? how is that different from business casual? I will say this. It's a bit dressier. So one step up. So I would say business formal, you've got to err on the conservative side, both men and women. I think you've got ladies, you can wear a dress. Wear business casual, you can do a suit. I think, um, guys, you've got to do a suit for sure and a tie. Um, but, you know, it's about the fabric. So it doesn't have to be like a black suit, you know, extremely more dressy. It could be like a glen plaid. It could be a, a colored suit, but it's got to be a suit and tie. And I think, um, guys and girls, act as though you were receiving an award Or giving a presentation, like, or just having a lot of photos taken, how would you dress? If you were going to a business event, work event, that where you were receiving an award, I think that would define your business formal. Okay, I think that sums it up. Then we have casual. Well I think that's also self well, I, I would say self explanatory, but who knows these days we'll have people showing up again in pajamas. Um, casual is really weekend wear or travel wear. And let me define that even further by saying, you know, it's maybe what you'd wear to lunch or brunch on the weekend. It's jeans, it's um I would do a shoe, not a sneaker, you know, but it could be a casual shoe, sweater, something look to look pulled together. And honestly, I mean, I'm not quite sure what this event would be that you would, because usually if you're sending out invitations, it's already some sort of dressy occasion. You know, I think if you're, if it's casual, you're probably not sending out an invitation, right? I don't know. I'm not sure. Maybe not. Maybe if I guess a wedding was super casual, I'm not sure about that, but that's a whole other game because then you're talking about venue and, and location and weather and all that stuff. So Anyway, um, okay, when the invitation says creative black tie, I love this one, by the way. This is probably my second favorite. (laughs) Creative black tie. Let's talk about this. Um, I'm going to say this the Grammy Award red carpet is a perfect example of, usually, of creative black tie. So this is formal with some fun. This is maybe sequins, maybe not. This is a tuxedo with sneakers. This is um, some sort of Maybe it's a gown or a cocktail dress with fun accessories. Um, You know, it's dressy with a twist. So it's fun. It's not ball gowns. It's not tuxedo, but it is formal. So you've got to be some sort of suit or, or dress and fancy, and then you can have a little fun with it. That would be creative black tie for me. This That would be my dream. If somebody sent me an invitation, please make it say creative black tie. <laughs> if any of my friends are listening, please send me that. I don't care if everybody else is in their, um you know, track pants. I want to be creative black tie. Okay? Okay. Um, okay. When the invitation says semi-formal, this is also one that gives people a problem. I've noticed. I've been asked this a lot. I'll say, well, what does the invitation say? oh, it says semi-formal. I'm like, okay, so take formal and divide it by two. right? Cut it in half. I don't know. Um, No, it's really, I think you have to think about textures and fabric. And I think you can think about separates. So maybe it's just a blazer with some, trousers. Uh, Maybe it's a suit with no tie for the guys and gals. Maybe um, it's satin trousers, ladies or gents, um, you know, with some sort of dressy blouse. So it's not a gown or a dress. It's not a tuxedo. It doesn't have to be a suit, but it could be part, you know, just the jacket and um, and maybe it's black denim with a blazer and a button down shirt. So that to me is semi-formal. Okay, and last but not least, my favorite is white tie. Now, this is in the hierarchy of dress codes. This is at the top. Okay, think Downton Abbey. Think the Met Gala. Think the opera. Think the opening of the ballet. This is the dressiest of dress. And tippy top. So ball gown, white dinner jackets, black tie with the white dinner jackets. Um, You know, ball gown with the big copper length, satin gloves. It's the dressiest you would ever be. And that is white tie. And let me tell you, if you get an invitation to white tie and you've never been to an event that has called for white tie, you better hire a stylist. <laughs> Here's my number. Wardrobe Emmy. Um, yeah, or you need to consult someone because that, that person that's sending out that invitation, they mean business. And you better come with your white tie outfit. So I'm telling you that is the dressiest. And don't panic. No need to panic. However, you need to be alert. You need to be kind of like when I've got a treat in my hand and my dog sees me, you know, her ears go up and is immediately just standing, waiting for, you know, directions of what to do so she can get that treat. That needs to be you when you see that invitation that says white tie because that person isn't playing around. All right. And yeah, so that'll do it. That's pretty much it. I've seen a few other odd things, um, you know, but I think that's usually the most, most of the time your invitation will say, something to that degree. And, um, you know, when all else fails, you can ask a professional, you can ask a stylist, you can ask a personal shopper. You can always email me or, um, reach out to me on social media, by the way, let me insert that now as, uh, if you haven't checked out my social media, my Instagram is usually where we do most of the, um, posting and we post there several times a week. It's wardrobe envy. So that's wardrobe underscore N-V-E-N-V-Y. You can look me up and please follow me or you don't have to. You can certainly just stalk my page. I don't mind at all. Um, And most of all, usually Wednesdays and again, like Friday, Saturday, um, Stories get posted, so if you don't know this, how you get to Instagram Stories, is tapping on the little circle icon. So basically, my picture that's up in my bio, um, the little circles at the top of the page. That's those are Instagram Stories, and you can kind of follow along with where I am, what I'm doing. I like to post a lot of non-fashion stuff there, just you know, a little bit more interesting. Um, I'll, I give I do a lot of gardening things, so you'll see that. Um, you will see some Wardrobe Wednesday picks. Usually I will give options or polls or questions and want to hear from you. And certainly I try to show some of my outfits of what I'm wearing, what I'm wearing. Fashion week, there will be lots of things posted as well as um, some of the fun events that I've gone to. And yeah, hopefully bring you some creative inspiration behind all of it. So Um, that'll do it for me, and so I wanted to throw out once again my social media because I feel like a lot of people ask me and they don't know how to find me. So that's wardrobe envy, wardrobe underscore envy, and then my website is also style by Tina. You can reach me there as well. That's stylebytina.com. And what else? Um, my blog, my blog, this is all reachable through my website as well. My blog is also wardrobeenvy.com. So you can reach all of that as well as listening to previously recorded radio shows. You can hear, you can listen to that. Just click on the radio tab and that will take you to probably, I think they post like the last four or five radio shows. Um, You can certainly listen to it here on WGCH's Website as well. Um, takes a couple more clicks to get to me, but my website is probably faster. (laughs) And, um, yeah, we kind of carry, we also have them posted on wherever you listen to your podcasts. So Spotify, SoundCloud, um, Apple Podcasts. You can, you can just search and look for Fashion Friday and you'll find me and you can hear some of the past shows. All right. One thing I want to leave you with last thing are some. Top spring trends. I'm gonna quick throw out five of the sp- uh, spring trends and let you think about it. We're gonna talk about it next week, but just just want to hear your thoughts. So definitely contact me, stylebytina.com, or through my social media. Would love to hear your thoughts on number one, retro vintage floral prints. Number two, relaxed fit denim. Number three, platform sneakers. Hmm. Number four, dresses over pants. And number five, brightly bright, sorry, bright colored handbags. Those are some of the trends we will be seeing in the spring. So I'm curious to hear your thoughts and see what you think about that. We will discuss it here for sure in depth. And I'll tell you what I love and I hate next week for sure on Fashion Friday on 1490 WGCH.
1: Code, 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 code.